Oh, I love this time of the year. And if you know me at all, and if you heard us in the Cool Dad Rules, you know I love leading up to, on, and after the 4th of July, because it gets us all thinking about how great this country is once again, and that's what this is all about. By the way, welcome to the Cool Dad Rules Parenting Survival with Bill Adams. By the way, before we get going, thank you again for telling people about the podcast, sharing it along, getting people to download. That's been great. I really do appreciate that, number one. And number two, joining in and having some fun on the Facebook group, which is uh, the Parenting Survival Facebook group right there. We accept all, don't worry. And this has come up in conversation. Got a couple of questions about this, and people had brought it up, so obviously it's an issue. I think, and I've always felt this way, and you may disagree with me, this is the most important thing you can teach kids at a very early age as far as civics goes is the appreciation for how unique and how special this country really is you may disagree with me maybe you have a different opinion but i will tell you this i think what we've learned here especially recently is you can teach your kids about this country or somebody else is going to do it i say you put it in the power of the uh the parents hands to do this and to understand how grateful we should be to live in this country do we have problems absolutely But what's the best way to do that? What's the best way to get kids to appreciate the value of this country? Well, did some searching, and I found what better blog and bloggers to find than two sisters that created The American Moms. First of all, how great is that title, right? The American Moms. And Brittany Richmond is one of those moms. In fact, she is a former White House staffer. Uh, In fact, not just a staffer, a speechwriter in the White House. Presidential speechwriter, also a White House liaison she has been for uh, local congressional constituents. Brittany, first of all, thank you for your time, and uh, thanks for your service to this country, too. Happy Fourth of July to you. Not a problem. Happy Fourth to you. It's good to be here. Absolutely. How do we do it? Let's boil it down to that basic question. How do you do that? How do you graze little patriotic Americans? Right. Well, I like to think of it as it's kind of teaching our kids patriotism is the same really as anything else. Like if you want your kids to learn to be kind, you teach them by example, right? So it's the same with patriotism. And I want to really emphasize that it's something that we need to model and talk about consistently all year long, not just during these patriotic holidays, not just during, you know, Veterans Day or Fourth of July, but we need to kind of talk about a country and look for opportunities to talk about it throughout the year, you know, at the dinner table, you know, if you are a news watching family, which my family growing up, that's we watch the news right before dinner every night. And we talk about those things. And when I'm driving with my kids and it's, you know, election season, we just had a school board election and there were signs up everywhere. And my kids wanted to know what they were for, like talk about it. And we'd come home and we researched candidates together. And then we went and voted together and they knew what every candidate stood for. And um, I always like to say citizenship isn't a spectator sport. Um, for our country to work well, we all have a role to play that goes beyond just voting, which is we should vote. And I hope we all do. Right. But that, but it's more than just that. It's um, We all have a role to play. And it's important that kids know that from an early age, that they don't live in a bubble, that their actions affect people, sure. and that our country doesn't run all by itself. Um, that if there's something going on in your community, um, make your voice heard. And I, I, my son loves telling this story because, and this is a true story. When he was in the third grade, we noticed we had just moved to Rapid City, South Dakota, right near Mount Rushmore. And there was a park near our home and it was getting run down. And he, my son kept saying this, this part, we really need a new park. So I said, <laughs> well, why don't you write the mayor then? Let's write the mayor and tell him. And so he did. My little third grader wrote the mayor and poured his heart out to our mayor and he wrote back, which they usually do. And he said, you know what? I think that you're right. And a few months later, there was a new playground at this park. How awesome and is that? it is such, I know. And our voices 
um, we shouldn't keep them silent if there's something that is important to us. And kids have that same power and it's important for them to learn that from an early age. You know, they have just as much of a voice and honestly, sometimes even more powerful than adults. Um, yeah. So they can enact change as well. I love, first of all, I'm stealing that and I'm using it forever. The patriotism is not a spectator sport. So I'm stealing that. I'm lifting that from you right away. Okay. Brittany. I'm sorry. I, I, I owe sure. you a nickel for that one, but that is awesome. And also you're exactly right. And you should take pride in that is because he, he felt that civic pride, really, because that's a really, really local issue, caring about a, you know, a local park. That comes right. from you, and that comes your parenting skills in, in, within your family itself. And I think you're exactly right about this on another thing. He also realized the value of where he is in life. You know, it'll change. It's like um, when we were kids, we're going to have more of a voice, and it'll get the attention, and it'll get some press. You got to play that game sometimes. You know, maybe they even have right. a stronger voice than what we would have as adults, and you have to be able to use that. But do you find that? You know, getting kids aware, just that awareness, and it can be a little dicey at times, you know, watching the news before dinner these days. It can sometimes it can lead to some some heated discussions. I hear right. from a lot of families, especially doing this podcast, that have intentionally turned off the news now because they want to avoid that fight. Now you know how it is. You're a mom. You want to do right. everything you possibly can to keep peace in the home, you know, like shalom in the home. You know what I mean? But what's mm -hmm. the danger in that though, is turning off the news because maybe it could be even more dangerous having kids that are just clueless about what's going on. Right. You're exactly right. There's a danger in not being aware. And I think when we don't know what's going on and we choose to live in that, you know, what we think is a safe bubble, it's actually doing us more harm than good. And is there a lot of bad news out there? Sure, there is. Is there a lot of things kids shouldn't see? Absolutely. I mean, our country isn't perfect. It's run by imperfect people. So we're going to have problems. Things are going to happen. Um, but I think that's also important to have those hard conversations. Um, and even if it's just, there's even podcasts for kids now right. um, that talk about current events and they get their scholastic news, you know, at school with current events. And of course, it's not as current by the time they get it, <laughs> but there's still important issues that they can discuss. That's why I, we always stress the importance of getting news from a wide variety of sources. Absolutely, and right. I, yeah, no matter what side of you know the aisle you lean on, you can't just do the Fox News or just do the CNN. You need mm -hmm. a wide variety of sources um, to get a broader perspective on what is actually happening. And I feel like when you do that, when you get your sort your news from, you know, news from across all the spectrums, um, I think it's easier to to recognize the slant and recognize when something isn't totally accurate. Absolutely. Um, so I, yes, definitely, you know, there's a news site or a source that I love called allsides.com. Um, and they have a media bias chart that will show you where every outlet falls um, online. Um, and so you can kind of just pick and pick one from every category and make sure you read, um, no one has time to read, you know, every <laughs> news <Right>. source <laughs> all day long, but even just snippets of stories helps. That helps a lot. No doubt. Brittany Richmond from TheAmericanMoms.com. That's your blog that you have on there right now, it, which is great, by the way. You've got some great things on there. How about outside, oh, of, outside of information, just a matter of getting out there and realizing the beauty of this country, too. I, I've become, as I, as I get older and as I'm a dad myself, I've become more and more convinced that that taking in the actual beauty that this country offers, no matter where it is, you know, a, a yeah. national park or even just locally, you find something beautiful tends to lead towards patriotism because we want to love and protect this country. What can you do locally just to take that in? 
Absolutely. You know, sometimes we think we have to plan some big, you know, grandiose trip to Washington, D.C. to give our kids a taste of our country. But that's absolutely not true. Um, it's all in our own backyards, no matter where we live. Um, there's historical sites all over the country in almost every city, every town, um, just getting outside and enjoying nature. Um, and while you're doing it, t you know, talking, reemphasizing where we live and how great it is and our country. Um, I'm taking it back to the 4th of July, even just talking about, you know, when we see the flag, when we drive by, mm -hmm. um, it's a, it's a beautiful sight. Sometimes it takes my breath away. And, but do our kids know what it means? And, you know, we like to dress our kids in red, white, and blue for photo ops <laughs> on the 4th of July, <laughs> but do they know why? And do they know, you know, why we have 13 stripes on the flag and why there's 50 stars? I think just talking about those things um, as we're out and about and traveling this beautiful country that we live in, um, can do wonders for our kids and, and they'll remember and, and it carries on. Um, and that's why I, we like to emphasize doing it consistently and not just, you know, on the 4th of July and not just on those patriotic holidays, but, but weaving those things and, and those trips throughout our country all during the year. And also this, and I, that's such a great point you made there, Brittany, is that you should do it all year round. It shouldn't just be on the 4th of July. You know what I mean? It shouldn't just be that one day yeah. or, or, you know, before or after, like we said at the intro there, but, but year round, but do you think there's an age at which it's tough to talk to teens about anything? I mean, let's face it. But right. is there an age that's too early to start talking about patriotism? My, I think I know what your answer is going to be. I think I have mine too, but I want to hear what you say. No, I, there mm. never is. And even if you don't, if you have, you know, little toddlers who might not understand the word patriotism, right. just being the example of loving your country and loving where you live that's already modeling that before them long before they, you know, recognize that word perhaps. Um, so no, I think there's, there's, it, you can never do it too early. I agree. I mean, I, I knew you were going to say that, but I, I, that was my answer too, <laughs> because it's something that I think everybody can appreciate it. And it, here's a last final thought too, Brittany. I don't think it's putting down anybody else's culture, country, anything just to love your own country. And we certainly have a lot to love in this. And I, and I do appreciate that. Like I said, leading up to on and after and all year round, it should be 365, uh, getting a sense of patriotism and, and creating little, uh, little Americans that happen to love their own country. I appreciate it so much. The American moms.com. That's the blog, right? That is. And you can also find us on Instagram. That's where we do most of what we do. Um, just at the American moms. Well, Brittany Richmond, you do a great job with that. And thanks for your service in the White House, too, in the past, in your career and what you do on a daily basis. Great sharing some time with you. I'd love to talk to you again in the future. I'll say happy 4th of July, but I'll, I mean that year-round for you, all right? So thanks for your time. <laughs> Absolutely. No problem. Thank you. You got it. And thanks for hanging out with me. It's Bill Adams at The Cool Dad Rules. You know you can get this podcast wherever you find them. Thanks for sharing that along, too, and getting people to download it because that's been great. But reach out. Find us. Join the discussion. This has been growing. The Cool Dad Rules Parenting Survival Group on Facebook. I'll accept you. We'll figure this parenting thing out together. In the meantime, have a great, awesome July 4th and beyond all year round, and we'll talk to you soon. 